0: Hi, and welcome to my very first episode of my very first series of Talking With The Wounded. This is the first time I, Ben Stevens, have hosted a podcast, and I'm delighted to say that here for the very first one is one of the inspirations for this podcast, um, my guest today, Tony Checkley. Hi, Tony. How's it going, Ben? Thanks for having me. Well, see you again thank you very much for uh, inviting me into your home to do this and for agreeing to uh, take me on this journey um for those of you uh who who don't know tony and i uh and the reason why he's the inspiration for this uh met on an expedition last year kayaking down canoeing down the river yukon um, as part of an expedition with some wounded uh, men from the Grenadier Guards and uh, that's where we met and, and where I had the idea of doing this after spending many a night sleeping together, which maybe I've said that wrong. We shared a tent together. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was a good crack. And uh, from Tony's stories, that led to me thinking about doing this so tony let's start off with uh before we talk about the moment that your life changed just give us a little bit of a background about you where you grew up uh you're 33 years old now uh, how you ended up joining the army uh and specifically the grenadier guards just very briefly what where was home
1: home for me was rugby i grew up in a council estate called browns over Um, nothing posh or great about it. Um, left school and I originally joined, uh, went to college, sorry, and did a vehicle apprenticeship. Um, I got to level two, just about to start my level three and I was just bored with the cold. Um, and I weren't. This is what? So this is sort of
0: age 17, 18?
1: 17, 18, yeah. I'd literally straight out of school. I'd, uh, I did my work experience there. I had a Saturday job there and I thought that was going to be my life really. Um, and then I woke up one day. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't even think I watched anything on the TV and I just joined. Didn't tell my parents at the time.
0: As in... Went, you, went, went, to the went down the careers office. The old careers in, office there's one in rugby, is there? Coventry was our closest,
1: and but I originally wanted to join the remake because I vehicle, vehicle apprenticeship. To, yeah, I was already in. Yeah, but the man in there had a cap badge with a grenade on it, and uh, he twisted my arm. And he his last words to me were, once you're in, it's, just, it's easy to transfer. You can just transfer. It's easy." So I did it. Signed up to Grenadier Guards over the leader. So
0: it was a Grenadier in the careers office who persuaded you? Yeah. There's no family history in the military?
1: Nothing, nothing. Nobody, nobody before Did you me. know what the Grenadier Guards...
0: I mean, not, he, not, he showed you a picture of what? skin. picture and, 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 a,
1: and a little video clip on the day. And that was it. Did the, the the barb test, I think it was called at the time, seeing I could get joined in. And he, yeah, t- persuaded me to join with the... With the uh, being told, yeah, you can easily transfer if you don't like it of
0: course you can okay so you're now 18 19 and you go through basic training in catrick catrick in 2009 yes okay and so you, you you're at catrick you go through infantry training presumably you're enjoying it you're liking it
1: oh everybody loves training
0: you stepped up you think yeah. yeah this is a job for me
1: yeah, soon, 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 as soon as after training in training, getting hold of weapons and, and seeing what you can actually become of yourself. I was, I didn't. And this was your it. first time away from home. First time away from home, being yeah, not that home was was great. You know, what I mean, um, growing up on a council estate, my family, I was kind of close to my family, but they weren't really around. Parents obviously in the pub of drinking more. I had two sisters that I kind of looked after. Yeah um so yeah joining the military was a had big... you been
0: into trouble before
1: i i had been in trouble but the rule at home was as long as the police don't come to the door there's no punishment for it so the crime's getting caught in my household so if you don't get caught there was no punishment from the old man
0: <laughs> um, okay. okay so you're your first time away from home you go through basic training and you then arrive at the regiment you go to uh, Nijmegen. making came... first, yeah, ceremonial so, duties. So, so your first job in the Grenadiers is ceremonials? Yes. And and where, where, where were you doing that? At all the palaces or...? All the... Yeah, Buck, Buckingham Palace, uh, St. James's, Windsor Castle. Tower of London? Tower of London, yeah. So you're changing the guard, guard the crown jewels. Did you enjoy that side of the work?
1: Yeah. Weren't that bad. Oh, I was the prep of the kit, but... Yeah, yeah, I love, I love, I love what I was doing. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, it's, it's what's not to telling like about people it? what it's... you do and standing there. And, and to be fair, people think it's just standing there for two hours. It's not. You, you I shouldn't really say it, but you can, you can take the piss a little bit. You do your own little thing, you know. You
0: do your own little moves, but
1: <laughs> I loved it. I loved what I did. First, Windsor Castle, castle. Uh, I had a I had a great little chat with the queen.
0: I was going to say so. Throughout your public duties, one of the amazing things about being a you know joining the. Guards and doing those sort of jobs when you're not in the green soldiering, is the is the affiliation with the royal family. Yeah, I was going to say. So you 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 you're on. Uh, you, you ever met any of the royals?
1: Yeah, uh, Windsor Castle. I think it's the four posts it was the one facing out down the long down walk, the long path. Underneath, yeah.
0: underneath her bedroom window, sort of thing. Just
1: seen the. I've seen a, seen a, a one of her dogs just come running past, and then I've I've looked out the corner and there she is. So I banged at the salute, and then there's a dog. One of her dogs just took a piss on my boot.
0: What? <laughs> sorry one of the corgis took a piss on my boot piss on your boot yeah. while, while you're standing there doing a royal salute yeah but at to, the time to, to, to this little lady who's got a headscarf come, and a barber come on come hoveling
1: down yeah and then come. Yeah, out she, sh- uh, did, did she come up and apologise yeah come out the salute we, we spoke for a bit and then at, at, I don't know back at our time they, they, they put a water fountain around the bush because of how hot it used to get so she, she she obviously told me to go around there give myself a little clean up and then I come back out did, so what did she ask you? She, obviously, um, how long have I been in? Do I enjoy it? Um, how long did it take for my boots to be done the way they're done? And <laughs> Having was, had her
0: dogs piss on your boots, she had, She did have the... the well, as well, well. that's what's amazing yeah, about her, isn't she, it? That's then what she, we all off, love. Off she went on a little dog walk around, around, the, around the grounds. And you thought, I can't believe it. I've been pissed on by the corgis. No. That's it. That I mean... Spoke to our dog, pissed on me. Maybe that's the title of this podcast. <laughs> pissed on my boots. Amazing. Okay, so you you enjoyed that part of soldiering, which is you know half the or not half, but a bit of the job if you join the guards. You then let's get into your military career. You then your uh, your. 2010 I think you then joined the battalion as in come out of Nijmegen I left I left Nijmegen
1: with the the intention of of joining the lads out on the 2010 tour out in Afghanistan right so I've got I've come to the battalion I'm on rear party yeah um then something I'm not sure what changed but because I was the only person ready to go passport kitted out I got sent out to Cyprus so part, that part of, the rear, part of the part of the team the so decompression what, team. Oh
0: yeah. Oh right. Yeah. So yeah. Lads, so looking after people coming back. So all the lads that come back from Afghanistan. That's they send a tough to gig them. when you're fresh, brand new in the regiment. To
1: be fair, I didn't mind it doing all the other different regiments because I don't know I'm not going to serve with them. But soon as soon as the Grenadiers came through, I, I kind of I didn't I hid I hid myself away because there's no way I'm serving cold drinks of water and sandwiches on the beach to these lads who've just come back from war that I'm about to go and join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of hid myself away for a few okay. days. They kind of
0: understood it, but I don't really care what they said at the time. I, I weren't I weren't yeah. demoralizing myself like that. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand that. So you then do that job, and then, you're then in two company, First Battalion Grenadier Guards, and then it's you're now fully trained up. You go through all the training, the the the, the pre operational tour training yep. to go back to Afghanistan in two thousand and twelve. Two thousand twelve. Yeah. So, you're in two company. You're in a platoon, and you go to where are you based on that tour? Uh Rahim, we got sent up to Rahim up north. So that's up north. Yeah. So that's not down in Helmand where everybody sort of talks about. No. This okay. one was was a, was right. a bit. And up this north. is uh, and, and what's and what's, you know, you arrive in country. What's awaiting you there? Your your is it a company post? It's a platoon post. What? Uh.
1: We, we, we fly out to a company post first, we, we stayed, we were in there for a little bit and then we, we, we moved out to our fobs uh, in our platoons.
0: Your forward operating base? Yes. So that's just the platoon on their own? Yes. Out in Raheem?
1: Yeah, so in the town we had a, we, uh, we took over a, a house with a big yard and everything else in that. And the... had
0: there been troops there before you? Yes. Yes. Right. So, so, so it's a it's a, on our
1: first day. Yeah, we were shown around. It's
0: a but so, but it's an already established already place. established. Right. place, Yeah. So you get there and it's just a platoon, and a few other. Yes. You know, a cook and a this and a that. No, no. You know, cook. We cook no. for ourselves. We had the TA attached to us. Okay, and you're all, you're into ten man rat packs. You're living on your own, and you're up there and, going out on patrol.
1: Yep my first, my first ever patrol was a night patrol.
0: Night patrol out on the ground, out and you've only been any, you've only been on the ground two, three days.
1: Yeah, not yeah, not even that yeah. basically. So yeah, straight yeah. into a night patrol. So yeah. that was a bit squeaky bum time. A bit squeaky bum time. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, no, it
0: always. I, I mean, but that, nothing, that nothing
1: happened for the first few days. Um, first contact must have been about three days after that.
0: Okay, so it all starts kicking off, and it and this is. The Taliban coming to the base and taking you on or waiting for you to get on the ground? Waiting for us to get on the ground. And then Out and in. about on the ground,
1: yeah. So obviously a lot of patrols. You're getting dicked getting the whole time, it. lots of dicking going on. Yeah, so you, you have people following us, but I... I Sorry,
0: let me just interrupt. Dicking is a, um, uh, for those of you not in the military, that's uh, an expression for being watched, being observed by the enemy, but in, in plain sight. They're right, driving around, following you around, talking on their mobile phones to each other. That's what dicking means. Sorry, So my
1: that. job, my job was point man. So I was at the front of the pack. Um, I had my weapon, but very rarely get, got, very rarely used it because I'm obviously I had a horn, which is the metal detector. But it was okay. called
0: a horn. Um, so I, I, I cleared the way. So you are detecting, looking for improvised explosive devices bombs whatever and clearing the path that the rest of your section or your platoon section section, because you're in sections sections. built down moving around the ground yeah
1: yeah, in our sections moving around so so uh, you've got
0: one of these per section or per fire team
1: we have two obviously you had two per fire team obviously the one was being carried in case i got hit yeah but then yeah two yeah two per fire team but then you had obviously four per section. Okay, that's there. right. So
0: each fire team's got their own, each four-man team's got their own yeah. metal detector guy. So you're the point man, the point section, and that's how you always operated when you went out on the ground. Yeah. So and, me, and you turn this thing on when you walk out the gate?
1: Pretty much when you walk out the gate. You kind of know, you can kind of judge it yourself after a while. You kind of know when, when to turn it on, when not to turn it on. Um, we, but there was a whole course about it. You did a whole course beforehand. Of course, beforehand. Yeah, yeah,
0: especially as training, yeah.
1: And obviously you're drawing the course, you pick up things, you kind of, you kind of get to know. So the way, the way I did it was I'd carry, I'd carry, as horrible as it sounds, I'd carry sweets because the kids would follow me. But when the kids stop following you, you know something, something bad is going to happen. Like say if you walked into a field and you see people leaving, you know there's something around. And that's, that's how I, I so did So turn on the machine. Yeah, turn on the machine. And, and <laughs> Whereas and when and you're walking going. down the
0: road with a bunch of kids... And the kids are all around you, and nobody's telling them to nothing, get away from you. Nothing bad's gonna
1: happen because them kids know where everything is. They just don't tire.
0: Yeah. It's always an interesting thing, isn't it? Do they actually know, or, do, or is it their parents who tell them to get away?
1: I think they know. Like I said, they follow me for sweets. Every now and again, I throw a sweet. They fight over it. They'll keep with them. Once once they're not following me anymore, I, I know something. There's Either something bad's going to happen or and something And is that going. something
0: that you would chat about with your team as you're patrolling along? It's like, right, lads, the kids have left. We're on our own. Or is it something you all just intuitively begin to notice?
1: Just me. That's just, just me and myself. It's just the way I, I moved, moved, moved myself around. I um, barely spoke to the lads behind unless I had to. Because obviously I'm 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 looking for the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the ground signs to yeah and stuff like and that. they're
0: doing the looking out and training That's the, the weapons and stuff. So you're the point guy. You're you're choosing the route, or you're being told right. We want to go down the edge of this field and over there. M- most <laughs> of the
1: time, uh, we we kind of choose the routes so during um, the briefs beforehand. We get shown on a map. There's A. There's B. As long as I'm not taking six hours to do a, a, an hour's worth of work, yeah. you know, it's taking a piss. But then sometimes, you know, it can change on the ground. Uh, right, we're going down this way instead, and then you just do it. Yeah. Pull out your metal detector and crack on.
0: And if you, so you're, you're into your tour, you're getting into the rhythm of things. Is it what, what time of the year are you out there? Is this hot, cold? Hot, very hot. You're, you're chugging a lot of water. Chugging a lot of water, sweating out. Yeah. So not it's, happy. It's blazing, and it's cold at night?
1: No, I wouldn't say it was cold at night, not for me. Okay. I do not believe it's was cold.
0: So, you're in a good team, it's all going well, you've been through a few contacts, everybody's stepped up, you've sort of all got confidence in each other, is that how it's working, or are you beginning to feel, this isn't much fun? No, the,
1: yeah, the confidence straight away. You, 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 the man to the left and the right of you, you you've been with them for ages anyway, so you, you trust them before you even get there,
0: that. that's it. But, but sometimes when the bullets start to fly, people...
1: Nah, yeah. no one in ours, it was, everyone stepped up, five fights was your laughing joke really.
0: Yeah, you're in it, you can't believe you're Yeah, there. that's it, there ain't no, you, ain't, you ain't running away. You it's just, the first time you hear the crack and whiz and thump of the rounds over you and you suddenly realise this is for real and everybody steps up and you think this is a good. Yeah. You're, you're happy, you're confident.
1: Happy, confident, yeah, with everyone. Even though I was point man at one point during a contact, obviously I've got rounds coming over my head. So I've just I've got to get down because they're they everyone wants to sh- everyone wants to shoot at these people so you just you, I got to get down because they're coming for me as well
0: yeah yeah because you're often the first person the enemy see right yeah so you're the one that gets it yeah in I mean in that sort of old cliche you know the most important guy with the metal detector is also the one that is target yeah it's the target giving it away because you are standing up. Moving about.
1: And that's the thing, I'm not looking around. I'm, I've got to look at the ground. Yeah. So it's the guy behind me, that's my eyes. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Okay, so the pressure's on, but you're, you're all coping. Life's good. You've been there a few weeks. You're getting into the rhythm of it. Platoon's working well. Yeah. Life in the camp. Great. Yeah, I I I mean what, talk just uh, briefly your schedule, are you guys out on the ground the whole time or are you sort of No nah, in, nah, in, in the camp you got you
1: you got your duties, you obviously everyone takes it in turn cooking. Um you yeah, have most places we had we had a gym. Weren't the best of gyms, we had a gym. You had your little shower room, yeah. you had where your ammunition was kept. Do but are you going it? out on
0: patrol every day, every Pre- other
1: day? Uh, pretty much daily. You go out daily, yeah, Yeah. if you get intel, sit-downs, going out, uh, even if it was just uh, to go up to the the, the local police station, just have a sit-down to get some intel from them. Yeah. You'd always be out and about. Yeah.
0: So you're working well with the local community, the baddies are around. Baddies. I know, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The Taliban, who, you know, but you're, 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 everything's operating well and morale's quite high. Yeah, for where you are in the world, I'd I'd say morale was high and... and and but you haven't up until I mean we'll get to your moment but up until then you haven't lost anybody or you have? Yeah, lost... we'd some
1: injuries, we'd we'd lost a few lads before,
0: what from sort of gunshot wounds gunshot or Gunshot wounds not, they're not cho- or not, they're oh, oh, a finger companies. off in the cookhouse. <laughs> no, no, different
1: different not not from from your platoon two, though. No, no, not from our team, different different people in the regiment, we right. lost a few people before me.
0: Right. And that obviously, that comes through and
1: comes through. Everyone gets together. You sit down. If you if you've got normally, if you can get a team of people back to the the main base, the, yeah. the padre will be there doing like a little ceremony. But not everyone gets to go, obviously, because yeah. you still got to protect the place.
0: Yeah. So the regiment's lost a couple of people already. Is this is this killed or wounded? W- both bit of both. Right. Okay. So you all realize. It's all real. It's all real, yeah. It's all real, and uh, it's a two-way range. It's a two-way range. <laughs> Such a great expression. It's a two-way range. Okay, so um, let's talk about you then. So, the day comes. You, you, you've been on the. I think uh, I think if I remember rightly, you've been you, you've been on tour about a month now, month and a day. Yeah. Fifth of May, two thousand twelve. 5th of May 2012. Um, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to come out, uh, listeners, but uh, it's now the 15th of May. So you've just had your 11 year anniversary. 11 year anniversary. Wow. Happy blow and, up day. And what's the special happy blow up day? Is that what you call it? Yeah, that's what my missus put on a card for me. Happy blow up day. And it the, the day is also my mother's birthday. So
1: okay. The day that obviously I'd not rang home once at the time. And the day I got here was my mum's birthday. So to this day, she doesn't celebrate her birthday now because of me.
0: Bless her cotton socks. I (laughs) mean, tragedy doesn't begin to describe it, but timing couldn't have been worse. Okay. No. So the day dawns, you're out on... Set the scene for me. You're going out on patrol, long one, short one. Uh, What are you doing?
1: Queen's Company were coming through our area at the time. So obviously we know the we know the area, so we were like a a guide. Yeah. Uh we got to the point where we released them, they went on their way, we were coming back, and then instead of coming straight back, we kind of went out on like a, a bit of a patrol. And there was um was like a bush forest. It was called the IED's Bow. And we were pushing through that.
0: It's a belt of trees and bushes. Stuff. Yeah, laced in between, in between some tree, in between some fields.
1: Two fields and and where the the, the compounds, the houses and stuff
0: were. Yeah, um, yeah. So you're quite near. I mean, you're on your way back to base.
1: Yeah, pretty much. on Been what? out
0: on the ground for how long? A couple of hours. You're, you're so, hot, we're, we're, you're just hot sweaty middle of the day, or is this night time?
1: Early. Uh, I wouldn't say early hours of the morning. It was. I'm not sure if it was about ten o'clock ish. Okay. at 10 o'clock-ish, yeah. So we just we just released the Queen's Company. They'd gone on their way. And then, um, yeah, we're going, heading back. We were going through. We took a knee, obviously, spoke to the the boss man. He's, he said, obviously, we're going to push through here. So me and my eyes behind me went through first. So this of. is
0: a, what? The, We've this, come to a ditch. Okay, a ditch in this sort of tree line. In a tree line, yeah. Right, okay. And a so, ditch full of water?
1: Yeah, this is full of in horrible water. This was stunk. And these are and these are deep
0: ditches, are they? You, I mean, oh yeah, you can't jump over it.
1: No, once you're in the ditch, it, it was taller than yeah. You. you got to climb in, climb out. Okay. So I've, I've, I've. You've cl- gone down. I've gone down. As I'm coming up the other side, I've, I've pulled out the detector to clear a route.
0: Because you know that this belt is quite well. Yes, yeah, they it's, know the enemy know you're going to cross through here at some point. Yeah. So on the maps,
1: on all your briefings, it was called the IED belt. Okay
0: yeah <laughs> it only the way the army could do that yeah, yeah.
1: okay but, and so I've, I've, I've cleared a route big enough enough for us to come through um, I've climbed out I'm on my hands and knees at the top as I've looked over and then I've carried on clearing because your guy
0: your eyes and ears
1: is in the ditch it, behind me you So you want to get him up on the top I need him to come up so. because
0: you're about to now go back out into the open yeah and so you in, you need in, him we're up in there. the
1: bush now yeah so I've stood up i've turned to my right so i've done a you've a got your detector out my detectors out so it's all clear where where i am i've done a 180 to check on him he's on his knees he's at the top of the, the ridge coming yeah. over and
0: then instead and of, coming out the ditch up to you yeah. yeah
1: so instead of turning back to my left I, I did like a full 360 to my right and then that's when i stood on stood on the edge of it stood on the side of it so instead bang. of going
0: back on the bit that you'd cleared
1: I reckon if I didn't the 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 one eight the way I came round, I reckon I would have missed it.
0: But maybe one of the other boys. That's all, my point. Would have would have hit somebody it because else, somebody else could have stood on it. But is that because they're not directly following your footprints, or they're just it's within a couple of feet? I think it's just side? within
1: coming out of a ditch. People wobble with all the kit, the weight. I think if, if I didn't, I think somebody else. Could and have you never stood on know that.
0: how close you might have been on a different occasion. That's it. Yeah. So you turn around, he's, he's, he's quite near him, is he?
1: Yeah, so he's, he's at the top of the ditch, he's still on his hands and knees, so when it went bang, I've, I've, I've gone up in the air, and he's, he's kind of took the blast to the face, so he's gone straight back into the, the yeah. shitty water.
0: So you step on this thing, you, it's not like the movies, there's no little click. <laughs> no. <laughs> this thing went
1: off I remember, I remember instantaneously that, instantaneously yeah big bang I remember going up coming down sitting there on my ass
0: going up and coming down as in you literally
1: f- in, in up in the air up into the sky hit, yeah
0: and your kit and everything
1: yeah, I didn't see anything I, I don't remember dust clouds or anything like that because the amount of mud that come up into my mouth and into my goggles so the first thing I've done is I've pulled my goggles off and then I've tapped my arms and legs boom got my arms and legs it ain't me because he's took it to the face, obviously, moan and groan, a couple of flipping screams. He's down in the ditch, man. He's and back granny. in the ditch. So, so you're I'll, thinking...
0: It's him. You're It's him that stood on it or yeah. got it, and you're just a blast victim. Yeah. This is your initial thoughts.
1: Straight away, boom, I've given myself my tap, I've got four limbs, boom, I'm sound. And you can see? Yeah, I have to take my goggles off. So I've, I've, I've not stood up or anything, I've scooted on my ass and legs to, to, to go to him. But as I've done it, my right leg below the knee is just bent. Folded and then I've just sat there, looked
0: at it. So you didn't, you, you're not feeling this at the moment. No, you, you're, you're adrenaline through adrenal- the roof. Yeah. First bang, you're waiting for it anyway. Contact now, rounds coming in, maybe you don't know.
1: No, but- no, no, there weren't a firefight straight away. Okay, so yeah, once it's folded. So
0: you, when did you notice that it was you?
1: Good, must have been a good couple of minutes. Like I said, once, once I started crawling to him and the leg folded, and then I've looked at it. I've straight away, my morphine's gone straight in.
0: Sorry, uh, so so you've looked at this, below the knee is not at the right angle. No, Ben. The pain's not quite hitting in yet. Not yet. You go for the morphine. Morphine. Because you realise it's me.
1: Yeah, Morphine. Fuck him in the ditch.
0: <laughs> you're not my problem anymore, <laughs> yeah. mate. I'm looking after me. So
1: I've morphed and tourniqued myself. And so then, you
0: put your own tourniquet above the, uh, on your leg.
1: Yeah, because then the, the platoon commander's come to the other side of the ditch, and he's he, he's give it the old right. Like, you need to come back here. Now, nah, mate, you're coming to get me. I ain't getting in that ditch. That was that was my words. That were my words to him, like. Because he doesn't he doesn't know yet. That well, it's... I'm guessing he did after that after you see me. But, yeah, there was no way I was climbing back into that ditch with, a, with, a, with my leg the way it was. You're not climbing anywhere. So he sent, yeah, two lads came over, got me over to the other side. Are they searching now for more IEDs as well? Yeah, so the guy at the back, uh, Gazman Hawkins, good, good mate of mine, he's the one with the, the second horn ready to go, so he's come forward with another guy. Clears. They've done a quick little search, then they've just grabbed me, carried me over the water to the other side. They haven't where... put you in the ditch? no.
0: You're on morphine now, yeah. But then How's that still no pain? Still no pain. But conscious of what's going on. Oh, I was conscious the whole way through. Yeah. And then got to the other side. Obviously, How, how's Chummy Boy who was moaning in the ditch?
1: I'm honest, mate, I, I don't. The next time I see him is when I wake up in in Bastion. I don't remember anything about him. I don't. Fuck you. <laughs> that's a, not very buddy buddy is
0: it <laughs> he's been your eyes and ears all this time
1: <laughs> so I've got to the other side and the uh, the medics just I've, uh, he's asked about morphine and I must have I said no because he's given me another dose of morphine straight away boom they've got a stretcher ready to go straight away Um commander's done his bit on the radio whatever he needs to do sent his contact is, report so they've got me on a stretcher they've got a quad bike ready uh, A couple of out m- of the base a couple of metres down the road yeah so a quad bike would have come straight out The lads put me up, shot me out of there a few straight away, dropped me a few times, bless them. Dropped me on the stretcher a few times. there's no
0: firefight yet?
1: No, no firefight yet. It weren't until I was pretty much gone. They sat around waiting for the EOD to come and then they got into a big old firefight. Why did they wait for the EOD? I'm not sure. It's gone bang? Unless they weren't around ready for it. Or there's more around? Unless there was, yeah, unless I was waiting for more bombs to go off because it's known
0: okay so you're you're (laughs) it's all gone that's the moment and you're now what are you thinking about You, you 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 get well you're you're out on morphine you're on the back of the you're on the back of the quad bike in a stretcher quad bike was was when the pain kicked in then and 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 are you aware of anything else it's just the leg or are you going um i've I've been covered in dirt and mud. I don't know if there's now, anything else going on. looking
1: down on the back of the quad, it was just the leg. I remember the leg, the way the foot was facing, it weren't normal. So I remember just saying to one of the lads at the time, you need to put my foot straight, put my foot straight, even though they didn't want to touch it. So they put that straight, but I'm on the back of a quad, it was bouncing around anyway. So I got the medic pinning me down to make sure I'm not falling off the quad. <laughs> and then I just took full advantage of it. My Comfort major was on the quad at the time. Um, I won't name him, but I got a few c. But I got a few cunts off at him. He got called a <laughs> cunt a few times. I was allowed
0: because he's driving you, and you're in. You're now in pain. Yeah, the pain. Yeah, has yeah been I the think, pain. I, in. I think that's allowed, isn't it? <laughs> it's fairly, fairly. But the minute I got back to, so you get back to the Ford operating base.
1: No, we go straight to Raheem. Straight back to the main, the main FOB where everyone is, and there's already a, a, a chopper there waiting for me. The medics there. As soon as I pull in there, ketamins me up. Put a load of ketamine to me. Okay. And I'm, like, I'm out there. I reckon...
0: So you're then put on a helicopter, but you don't remember that bit.
1: No, they didn't put me to sleep straight away. So I've got, I've got ketamine in my system. They've put me on the plane. And then when I'm oh, on, on, the, the on the chopper is when they've, they've put me to sleep.
0: And this chopper is taking you to where? Bastion. So, and this is... What sort of time frame are we talking about from... I, I don't. No, I, I, I hate to say it from flash to bag, <laughs> but from the moment that you've got the flash it's gone bang to here you are now in 10 a 15 chopper. 10-15
1: minutes max I reckon really? the lads the lads are on point I yeah, okay. can't fault the lads even the so lads so that process works even the sport company in Overwatch they were, they were straight there ready for just yeah 10 minutes 10-15 minutes start to finish I reckon before lights out for me.
0: So they put you to sleep in the back of the chopper there are there are sort of doctors and nurses on this chopper, or is it still just medics to get you back to bed? There,
1: there was a the doctor on there, because they put me to sleep, the tube down the throat. But my mate, God bless, he was he was on the chopper, so I don't know how... He weren't on the quad bike with me, but he was on the... He, the one that got blown up with me, he's on the chopper.
0: Oh, he's in there as well? Because, because what's I, happened I, to him?
1: right, he, well, he he had a few, few cuts to the face, that, that's it at the time. But I remember... I've come, they've, they've, they've must, I don't know if they've given ketamine or whatever it is, but I've come round in Camp Bastion. I've got a piece of skin hanging off the back of my throat. So that's what's happened. And obviously, as they're putting me to sleep, putting the tube down my throat, he's, he's lost his shit thinking they're killing me or doing something to me. So he's, he's, he's gone in and started fighting the doctors. Oh, in
0: the back of the chopper? Yeah. He's lost the
1: blood. Yeah. Oh, and then I woke up, when I woke up in Bastion, it's to him cleaning my face. You know, you know how your mother used to do it back in the day, the old lick of the old thumb, cleaning the dirt off my face. And that's him? Yeah, he, he ended up back on the ground, he did.
0: So he's all right and goes back.
1: Yeah, to a the couple day of days job. later,
0: back out. He's lucky he hasn't lost his eyesight or. No, no, nothing. Straight back out. He's not deaf. <laughs> not deaf. I'm sure he's still breathing today. Okay. So you're in Bastion. You yep. arrive in Bastion, you wake up, he's cleaning your face. And what happens in Bastion? So this is a this is still the same day, 5th of May. Yeah. You're in Bastion and then into the, there's a reception, medical reception. So hospital I was with,
1: there. yeah, I was with the Americans straight away. So the Americans, so they let me ring home first. What, while you were out on ketamine? Uh, yeah, because I kept putting down on my mum. She kept crying, so I kept putting down on her. And you know how hard it is to use one of them phones. You've got to push this button, wait, then push that button, wait. So I rang home. She kept crying, so I've kept putting down. But the nurses told me to start. End up having a quick conversation with her. It's her
0: birthday. Yeah. And you've told her what's happened.
1: Yeah, she's in floods of tears, but she's more. I think she's just more, more happy that I'm still alive. And then it was they opened me up. Well, they they yeah opened me up. Took me down to theatre, well. Took me down to there. Opened me up. And the what best. You thing, mean, when you say it opened you up. Well, what was left of the leg? They they well it was still attached. Opened it up. Cut me open. Cleaned it out the best they could. Uh, save what they could save, and bandaged it back up. Supposed to fly straight back to Birmingham, but the RAF plane had broke down, weren't working. So, air quote. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not get into And then, yeah, it was the, I think I flew back on the 7th,
0: so you've still got your leg on attached yeah, to you? Yeah, still
1: attached. Uh, just, it's just numb as fuck. Couldn't feel anything. There's
0: still blood being pumped into it and out. Yep.
1: Yeah, i got obviously a few machines attached to it to draw out all the gunk. Yeah. Uh, the whole plane journey home, I'm awake. Got some random person. With
0: with a bunch of other wounded people? Or I think there's about three you? or
1: four of us on there. At the time, everyone else was walking. I was the only person that weren't. Okay. Uh, yeah, get back to Birmingham in an ambulance.
0: So this is Birmingham... Queen Elizabeth or Celio, what what's
1: it? Landing Birmingham Airport first. Yeah. Uh ambulance waiting for me. The whole blue lights all the way yeah, all yeah. the way back. Um I land yeah, get back to Queen Elizabeth. Um before there was the women operating theatre, so I got to see my parents quickly for a bit. I was uh I asked about my old tackle. I wanted to know if I've still got swimmers.
0: Totally, you're wondering whether you're... So I had an ultrasound before. No, 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 but you know you've still got your tackle. It's all still there, but I want to know if if I'm still swimming. Because this is a a shockwave thing that sometimes stops production of sperm. Sorry to get technical listeners, but this is the... The shockwave can not... You don't lose your balls and stuff, but the shockwave can... Can affect it. Okay, so you you want to know know if you've got swimmers.
1: Yeah, I was swimming, I had an ultrasound, I had a nice man there holding the end of it, you know, doing an ultrasound. You could see it on the screen and I was happy then.
0: So he's checked, you're fine. They haven't had to take it because some I know they take samples. Yeah, from you normally they take away.
1: samples, but I'm guessing they didn't have to remain. I think we was taken well. I just didn't tell me, but... Yeah. Um,
0: so, okay, so <laughs> your kit works, your tackle works. You spoke to mum and dad. Gone up to the ward, you've yeah. You've still got a leg. It's gone up to mum and dad. You don't know yet what the prognosis is?
1: No. So basically some paperwork didn't come back with me. So the doctors this end don't know what they'd done that end. Okay. So all I was told is, right, we're going to go out to the theatre, you're going to wake up with it, wake up without it. We'll make the decision down there. Yeah. We ain't waking you up. To ask you. To ask, or... you're waking up with it or without it. Okay. And that was it.
0: You went down to theatre and you woke up and they've saved as much as they can, but halfway up your shin...
1: Yeah, so I've cu- after the theatre I've woke up, the man, the doctor's obviously explaining stuff to me, but I don't know why they give you ketamine, but they pump more ketamine into me. <laughs> and all I've said to him is, can I go back to sleep? Because it works. I've so I've gone that. back to sleep, and then I've been brought up to the ward, and then it was a few, obviously with phantom pain, if no one knows what, what phantom pain is, like you can still feel the limb. Obviously I'm new to this, so I, I didn't know what, so I didn't think of checking. It was a few hours later where I think, right, so I pulled the quilt off. What, and boom, what,
0: what, what, you look down the bed... Because you still feel your foot. Yeah, because I could still feel my foot, and <laughs> think nothing of it. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't look down the bed sheets and go. Yep. It looks a bit flat on one side. There's a bump missing here. <laughs> no, nothing like that. And Then I pulled the quilt. off, seen it, and thought I'm not bedding and driving anymore. Shit. So what did you think?
1: I'm not interested. Sure, at the time, uh, I know I didn't dwell on it for long. I had a little bit, little 10, 15 minutes to myself. And then after that, I think it was more the next day. My son at the time was only seven weeks, seven weeks old. So when, when the partner at the time brought brought him in and i seen him, I was like, this ain't me. I ain't sitting here no more. So I just got on with it.
0: As in, I'm, I'm not going to sort of mope so, yeah. and get depressed by this. I'm no. going to crack on. I've got, I've got a kid, little boy seven here. weeks
1: old. I need to get on with this. And that's what I did, really. Okay.
0: So, so you're, how, how long are you there for? You're, you're, you're in hospital, in, in hospital in Birmingham for
1: eight weeks, eight weeks, eight weeks. They don't close you up straight away. So they leave, they leave, okay. they leave you open. You've got like a suction machine Everything just to make sure. clean and Cause no infection. Yeah. In and they and piss and shit in them bombs. They don't just put metal and shit. They piss, they shit. Cause they know once it's inside you. It was the infection. And it was the infection, which is what... How I lost my leg. So I'd broken my tibia and fibia. Yeah. My heel was in three pieces. And all the metal tassels were broke. But it was the flesh that had been stripped off. And it was black straight away. Boom, the infection had set in. Started eating all the flesh. And it'd gone black. Stripped it off the bone. So it weren't attached to the bone. And that's where... They made the decision, yeah, sound. We're, we're taking that off.
0: Because you would never grow that flesh back over yeah. that bone and, yeah. and, and be able to, yeah. So they could have fixed the bones and stuff, but the infection ruins
1: everything Yeah, else. to be fair, if I'd woke up and they said, right, we can save you, you got to have one, I don't know how to explain, you know, them, you get them people with the metal cages. yes. I wouldn't have took it. I think I would have just still. I know people. I know people who went three, four years with one of their metal cages, and they still had it taken off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I would have just made the decision then, just get rid of it anyway. But it was gone.
0: Okay. Wow. So you you you're there for eight weeks. You then get signed out of there. You 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 get you get discharged because. The, the infection's been dealt with it, they've closed all, it up I'm all
1: closed up Um, and then, few and then sti- I think I still had staples in but you, I went home for a couple of weeks but before leaving the hospital so you're on
0: crutches now in a wheelchair wheelchair only yeah
1: can't be on crutches straight away because the swelling all the fluid would drain down and the, the end of your stump swells okay so you stay wheelchair bound yeah Uh, I was at home for a few weeks but you leave hospital with a date to go to Hedler Court, which is a rehabilitation centre for the military yeah uh, it was down in Surrey at the time. Yeah. So yeah, and then I went straight down to there.
0: And you, what you are checked in there? You sleep, eat, live there?
1: Yeah. So you, you're down there. You, you. I mean, this is
0: a long way from home now. sorry, from you, rugby.
1: You're down there. The military look after you. Yeah, I, I got. I got picked up by the military. It's going to and from home when I did the military. My regiment, they'd look after me. They'd send a vehicle. Yeah. If there was a few of the lads, which there was, there'll be like a a decent minibus. For safe we're all in the same area yeah um but you're down there for a, f- a few months at a time okay they give you enough time so to be there to to make some form of recovery and and progress. and progress yeah but you also need to go home and rest that's a big thing for them with it being the time it was and the war that was going on and there was that many people Getting injured, uh-huh. um, they had to cycle everyone through, so you couldn't stay there for so long.
0: Yeah, they needed space.
1: You needed okay. space, so and also
0: like... quite good for you to come home and oh yeah reconnect. But so you're in Headley Court. How long does that rehab take? Mine
1: start to finish was three years, but like I say, I weren't That's as so you two thousand and fifteen is when I of... and they've taught
0: you how to walk. Prosthetics.
1: Yeah, I was running. I was on. I was running on a sprint track,
0: run track when I when I left. Wow. And 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 mentally, how 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 are you coping with all of this now? Because you're still in the army, right? Are you still being paid? Yeah, you're
1: still in the military. Yeah, you you. you, It's like being back in school. You have you rock up on your Sunday and you get a piece of paper as a timesheet, tells you where you're going to be on. monday at this time yeah. this time so you know what you're doing throughout the day so yeah. you're having your one-on-ones you're even in the gym you, you've got your prosthetics um you could be in swimming they've got everything down it's a there. it's a fantastic depends on your injury, depends yeah. on, on, all the, on what, what you're
0: going through and and but but, but mentally you're you're thinking what happens now
1: at the time obviously you see a few head doctors down there and I'm I, i I'm guessing I ticked a few boxes. <laughs> Head doctors.
0: Yeah, yes. I guess yeah. I ticked
1: a few boxes and I passed... I passed all the tests, I'm guessing. So they... They they don't do it, like... I think it's like once a year. You go back, you go and see it, you go and see the doc. Yeah. But at the time, I think I was sound. But then again, like I said, I was, I was so young. And... I didn't think I know how to, how to deal with it at the time. But then... I was at that age, and obviously with
0: your insurance, I was given a shitload of money. So, you, when, when, when were you discharged out of the army? When did you... 2015. So, 2015, the regiment go, right. It's not, that, it's not that regiment's kick you out.
1: It's once Headley Corps have got you to a stage they can't do no more with you. Yeah. So, like... And you're I, not going to go back to soldiering. Yeah. So I said, walking, running... Boom. So they don't just go, right, you walk in. now, get the fuck out. It's, yeah. They get you to a point oh, yeah, yeah. where there's no more that they can physically do with you.
0: Yeah. They've got you to the best shape you can be in.
1: But the last year, I don't know what the word is, where they, they don't just kick you out. For the last like year, you're working on jobs, CVs, there's a whole There's a, a whole team involved that of, looks after you yeah, for so your you, transition
0: into civilian What world. Do you want
1: to do in life, you go on courses, and, yeah. and, and you use your
0: it, financial advice.
1: Yeah, you have a financial advice down there, you have yeah. um Okay.
0: everything's so, down there. You can't fault it. Can't fault it, no. That's good to know. Um, so you come out of there, you've got a load of money from your insurance that pays out for Stepping on a landmine, well, I guess it was. Yeah. And you... Does it, what, the army gives you your pension and things like that? Yeah, my pension kicked in straight away. And do, do you go back to... to I mean, did the regiment get you back, pin a medal on your chest and say thanks very much, or...?
1: Yeah, I got... I got. Well, whilst I was at Headley Court, I left Headley Court for a day, went back to when we were in Little Barracks, all and Prince Philip was the one who pinned pinned the medals on. Not mine. So you mate. went back
0: for the medal ceremony.
1: Yeah, I was there for the ceremony, yeah. stood in the line. Oh no, wow.
0: They, what, of the wounded.
1: Yeah, so every everyone was there all lined up, but that
0: that your first time back seeing the seeing the, best, the rest of the battalion.
1: The battalion, yes, but I I was I was there when the company came back through the airport. I managed to go out with the the welcome, welcome team. Yeah, the welcome team, and I met them coming back, so I, I got to see the lads first. But and presumably they, you have
0: been in touch with them during the course of the rest of the tour, they knew that you were okay? A few of the lads, or yeah. Them, they didn't fucking care.
1: They, they just <laughs> carried on taking my care packages that were being sent out there from my mum. So the lads still, my mum carried on, obviously she'd already pre-made the care, being a woman, made, made them all, but she carried on. Not kept, being a woman, just being a loving mum. She kept sending out for, so for this the lads.
0: So this is full of chocky bars and... Yeah, little, yeah. Treats treats shampoo and treats gay toys yeah. <laughs> and morale yeah 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 a box at, of morale yes yeah, all so. oh, oh, right so the lads have been gay. awesome this yeah, is still coming
1: this... they've got all five months worth of my packages <laughs>
0: thanks mrs sheckley <laughs> brilliant okay so then you see them all and that's good reunion yeah i got i, I went back because to... you got some close mates there right
1: oh yeah obviously i went back to the, the battalion a few times um you know like random piss up days platoon days yeah uh even when i was at headley court if i had nothing on for the day i'd just it was only around the corner so i'd get in my car drive around spend the day with the with the lads yeah
0: because you were still serving then you still, yeah, still ID serving. you can go in and out the base yeah so when they take your id off you and they go that's it hand back your kit or, or has that all been robbed
1: my kit in Afghan was robbed.
0: Of, of course. That, that was robbed straight away. But
1: most, most, um, I don't want to get anyone into trouble here, but when I, when I went in to sign my kit and stuff over, and it was just to sign this, it weren't checked.
0: No, they're just.
1: Yeah, I've got certain things. That's it. Conversation over. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, yeah, we all, well, we all kept various trinkets and stuff. Yeah,
1: so I um, weren't charged or anything. It was just sign this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then
1: you're out. Yeah, so I left, and then I went straight into a a job at Jaguar Land Rover. So electric,
0: doing the electric was that work. I worked
1: on all some of the new yeah. So I worked in a prototype prototype department. So, I'd build the new elect Jaguar electric car or the Velar and stuff like that. I was uh, building it three years before it was released. Okay. We build. Making
0: sure that. Every wire goes. Yeah,
1: so we build them. They get sent up for testing. They get approved before they get built on the track.
0: Okay. Gosh, so straight into work, growing family, kids growing. I mean, your kids. By the time you finished Headley Court, is now two and a half, nearly yep. three. Yeah. And uh, and life goes on. That's it. So, well, thank you very much for sharing all that, Tony. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm immensely grateful. Who Who is the charity that if you were going to call out one that you think looked after you at the time or has helped you subsequently is the one that you sort of, is your, I guess your headline. I mean, I know the Headley Court and the whole sort of system, like the rehab system, that's all great. But stuff, charity stuff, things that have helped you I after, got t- I got that. two.
1: I got two really. Number one would be the Colonel's Fund.
0: So that's the regimental charity the regimental of, charity. of the Grenadier Guards. Yeah,
1: so small adaptations to, to the houses. Um, I've, yeah, so I've used them for adaptations for my house and just garden stuff for patios yeah. and stuff like that.
0: So they've helped you out. They've contributed towards those. Yes. And they've got a, somebody that comes to see you. Is part yeah, of that. Um,
1: Matt Almo is the casualty officer. He has been from start to finish. Um, uh, great he, bloke. And he's,
0: he's your go-to when you've got problems and things. Yeah.
1: And it's not just problems, but anything. If, if down days, anything. Matt, Matt's just in the air for anyone to, to talk to, really. And he'll pick up that phone no matter day day or night. Yeah.
0: Okay. So there's that. And my hand, and who's the other one? Blessma. Uh, Blessma. Bless okay. um, but Blessma is the British Limbless... Yeah, yeah. Charity. Charity.
1: Um, Yeah, they're they're good um, for days out. They are tickets for things. They take you on days out, take your family. They book out Drayton Manor. They book out Drayton Manor and I can go there with my family.
0: Awesome. So um, whether this has struck a chord with any of the listeners or not, those two funds, you can find them on the the usual Just Giving charity pages. I think um, Blessman is fairly well known. The, the colonel's fund of the Grenadier guards is another one you can just search that up um, if you feel like donating which um, would be a wonderful thing and uh, looking at uh, Tony in front of me um, it, it's uh, it, it's all good work from those charities um, and from I mean would you say you know that sometimes the Ministry of Defense the Army comes in for a lot of criticism for the way it treats its veterans and stuff but you I mean you' you're, 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 you're saying it's it's done well.
1: Yeah, battalions always looked after me. It's but, th- just... but,
0: but that process of, you know, getting you off the battlefield. Oh, from from there to now, yeah, I can't fault the, the
1: army or anything that they've done Has with been me t- so it's, far.
0: It's been, it's been tipped up. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've not had nothing. Obviously, I've heard the stories of people being neglected and stuff, but no, nah, not been.
0: Um, Tony, we need to bring this to a close. Thank you very much, indeed. Um, it's. Wonderful to uh, hear your story. Um, you flash a bang um, the moment your life changed. Um, you're in a good space now. Yep, working, kids. You really family. want to just come back to the Yukon and paddle down a river again with me, but you know. <sighs> yeah.
1: Can't do I that. I would love to jump <laughs> back on the uh, the Yukon trip with you, but I
0: don't think John Thrift's going to have me. Well, we can, we can. Uh, who knows? We can, we we can find something else to do. Um, But thank you very much for your time. No, you're more than welcome. uh, That's been really, really kind of you. And um, we will catch up soon. Um... Listeners, thank you very much. Uh, Another episode will come out soon where I'll be talking with another um, enlightened member of the Veterans Wounded Community. Thanks very much.